0: Shit. good shit, nigga, on. stay Keep your eyes open and your you're violent And you're rockin' Chris and profit Yeah, baby, cool Chris and Sheff, and Nas This drop only like 5% at a once go through the lights cameras in action glamour glitters and gold I unfold the scroll man sees the stampede the glow when i'm deceased but then the beast arise like yeast to conquer peace leave a roam in the streets live on the-
1: verbal intercourse. verbal intercourse. verbal intercourse. this is verbal
0: intercourse all right guys welcome to the verbal intercourse. my name is Nick Walker I'm the host got a special guest in here with me today got Mrs. Kim Stokes who is a certified clinical mental health therapist Um, today the topic that we are going to be discussing is the mental health aspect of COVID-19 everything that's been going on in the world has been crazy lately everybody is quarantined Um, we're social distancing Um, from the looks of social media, a lot of people have been going through a lot of anxiety, um, fear due to this crazy pandemic that has basically just taken the world by storm. Personally, I've I've been having anxiety about the whole thing. Um, I recently moved back from Hattiesburg to Jackson to kind of be back into the metro area and to practice in the metro area Um, and I've been living with my parents who are both 65 and 66 which is the magic number when it comes to the virus and how it's interacting with people around that age that have comorbidities and so it has been um, kind of a nervous time for me because I'm a practicing physical therapist, and I'm around sick patients, I'm around nurses, I'm around medical doctors, I'm around CNAs. All of these people who actually go out into the environment and come into the nursing home just like I do on a daily basis. So recently, what I did was um, I applied to a new job, and it is a home health job, and I currently got that job, so that's that's a really good thing, but also I basically stopped working at the nursing home because, uh, of course, I'm starting a new job with more money and and um, it'll be more comfortable for me. But also the fact that of the fear of being in that environment at this current time and the responsibility of me to help take care of my parents in, in this time of need. So I would say that that has decreased my anxiety some, but... But even with me just going to get something to eat from Chick-fil-A or go get me some gas or anything, it's, it's like, am I taking the right precautions? Am I putting my life at risk? Am I putting my parents at risk? And so um, it's been a very, I would say, troubling time for not just me, but for my peers, for the older population, for even the younger population, and and all of that so basically um before we start um i'm gonna let kim talk a little bit about the type of mental health that she provides to the community
1: so um thanks nick for having me i'm really excited to uh be on the podcast and have this conversation with you all um as nick said i am a mental health therapist um, I mainly see women of color um, who are dealing with anxiety, depression, life transitions, um, some trauma. Um, I also do a lot of work with couples. I love everything love, um, and you know, basically, I'm just here trying to help progress um, our community um, in in the aspect of of mental health.
0: Okay. So, yeah. OK, that's great. So talk to me a little bit about your mental health currently at this point, because I've been group messaging my friends and group messaging my family or I might call my brother just to see how everybody is doing. Because, I mean, essentially we're all at the same place. I mean, a lot of people are working from home. Some people aren't working at all. Mm-hmm. And um So, talk to me a little bit about how you're feeling about all of this.
1: So, we're all in this space together, right? It's it's very new for all of us. And not only have things changed very quickly just say over the past two or three weeks but it's also changed very drastically Mm -hmm. Um, a couple things that you said right you Mm -hmm. said that you are you know checking in with your friends and your family Mm -hmm. um, and trying to kind of normalize some things that are going on so I feel like I've been doing the same thing, making sure that even though we are social distancing, that I am staying plugged in with my friends. Um, we're doing like little happy hours or I know D-Nice is doing or a lot of DJs for that fact
2: cool. um, yeah. are
1: doing little like parties yeah. and, and things of that nature. So I'm trying to make sure that I still have that social aspect. Um during social distancing and honestly exercising and doing research on behalf of my clients is is what's saving me uh Mm. during this
0: time okay okay i think i think a lot of my peers um i've seen a lot of challenges on instagram you know um my homeboys they'll send the 10 push 10 push-up uh challenge Mm -hmm. and it'll be like you know you challenge like 10 people or 10 push-ups in a shot or Planks or whatever Mm -hmm. you might, 10 sit ups, whatever you might do. Um, A lot of people are getting back to working out outside Mm -hmm. alone because the gyms are closed. And even though, you know, the pollen is killing us, I still think that it's healthy for us because um, just like um, Dr. Courtney was saying um, last week, you know, shout out to Dr. Courtney, he was basically saying that, you know, exercise could help wake up your immune system. So, I think, you know, it's pivotal that to maintain our mental health that we eat right, um, we eat right, we exercise, and we try to have positive thoughts even though, like you stated, it's a very drastic change and a drastic world for us right mm-hmm. now. So um, we're going to hop into COVID-19, and I think the, the part that brings me anxiety and paranoia the most is the fact that, along with its ability to be easily transmitted, mm-hmm. it's also the fact that you could be this person that's asymptomatic when you get it. So me, a person, me personally, like I stated, I've, I've been living with my parents, and of course, I think this this coming up week I'll be in an apartment alone, so that'll be good, but the asymptomatic portion, um, you know, for the, for the person that's a nurse that's coming back home to their children, their husband, or their wife and their kids, mm-hmm. um, or their medical doctor, or just that person that just went to Kentucky Fried Chicken and, and had to go pick up food for the family and Correct. had a, inter- and, uh, a money exchange between the customer and the person that's buying the food, Talk, talk to me a little bit about what are you telling your patients to do with the anxiety and paranoia that I feel like all of us are going, in, going through right now?
1: Okay, so I think that's a big one, right? Because mm-hmm. we are in a time of great uncertainty. And... You know, just human nature, we want to know what's next so that we can prepare effectively. But I've been telling my clients and stressing to my clients to focus on what's in your control, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So I know that I can, you know, I know that what I eat, right, my physical health is directly affecting my mental health. So trying to take in as many Vitamins, vegetables, things that are going to feed not just your physical health but your mental health. Um, also, I'm telling people to, you know, if you, if you're going to work, like you're on the front lines, you're a nurse, you're a truck driver, you're you're going to work and having to come home to people who you want to protect. Focusing on why you decided to take that job, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a this puts our humanity to test right to you know to a to a big test so what i'm what i recommend is just focus on you know you're going out here you're on the front lines you're working to be proactive to protect your family and and you know when you come home, you don't know exactly what will happen, but I know I can wash my hands, right? right? I know I have more time with my family, so I'm going to not take that for granted. I'm going to spend more time with them. I'm going to create a safe space in my home so that the the anxiety that my, I may have won't necessarily directly impact my family in a negative way, because anxiety is contagious. Right. Um, I think, too, we need to look at what does anxiety look like, right? I heard mm-hmm. you say that a lot of people are anxious right now, but what does that really mean? So it may not be that you're having panic or anxiety attacks, right? It mm-hmm. could mean that you're stress eating, right? right? I'm I'm guilty of that right now, too. Yeah, me
2: too.
1: <laughs> um, so you could be stress eating. You could be... Fussing at the kids, hollering at your spouse, not eating, sleeping too much, right? Right. Not getting enough sleep. Um, So focusing on the things that you can control and creating um, a sense of normalcy with uh, your family and your friends and, and basically staying checked in with the people that you love.
0: Right. I think everything that you just said was pivotal because, and I also want to throw in my two cents of what I'm seeing Because what I'm worried about is that, you know, a lot of these people are off work. Um, I see that um, I saw 3.2 million people file for unemployment this week. Yeah, which is a crazy number. It might have, I think it has to be record breaking. Um, What I'm worried about is the, the, the alcohol dependency, the drug dependency that a lot of these people are going to get into Mm -hmm. when they have all of this idle time. You know, we, you know, of course we playing games on Instagram where, you know, you see a shot, you take a shot, but, but I mean, how many of these people are actually drinking that whole bottle after that? Because it's a lot of stress out there right now. If I can't, if I can't go to work, I'm sitting there thinking about how I'm going to provide for my kids. You know, how I'm gonna provide for my family, how I'm gonna pay rent, how I'm gonna pay this car note. So I think I think it's very important that we find, like you said, a safe space within the place that we are quarantined because mm-hmm. because I don't know how long we're gonna be here. <laughs> I mean I mean I I'm I'm hoping that it's gonna get better. Correct. Right. But I mean course none of us have ever been here so
1: yeah and like you said like I do believe that this pandemic is causing a lot of financial strain as it relates to providing for your family or keeping your family safe or keeping your family healthy and you know just to go back to what I was saying a little bit earlier just focusing on what is in your control, right? So um, this is the South, right? So Mm -hmm. I know you hear pastors say, this too shall pass, but this is not something that is forever, right? Right. There's some uncertainty because we don't know when it will end, but we can find comfort in knowing that at some point, this is going to end and we'll have a whole new
0: normal. Okay, so. Okay, so let's move away from that. Let's get to the new term that has been the most popular term throughout all of this has been social distancing, okay, so social distancing is basically the only intervention that we have for this right now. We don't have any we don't have any um board approved pharmaceutical interventions mm-hmm. um all we have is social distancing so and social distancing from what I get from all of it and from what I would think a lot of the population understands at this point is that it is for to basically minimize the amount of people that's actually going to get the virus and also to give the hospitals time to actually treat the patients that actually do get sick. But from social distancing, when you, when you, when you get a democracy to basically quarantine and to be away from people that they are always around, then you're going to have some negative effects. Mm-hmm. Positively, it's probably working on the medical side. It, it, it will work on the medical side, but in the mental health aspect, it's definitely going to have some negative impacts. I mean, for me, for example, I'm the type of person that a weekend, I'm seeing my friends every day. Mm-hmm. You know, through the week, I'm having random hangouts. You know, I might pull up here, I might pull up there. But we we aren't able to do that at this point. Everything is closed, you know. And also it's unsafe to even be outside, mm-hmm. like around other people. So, um, talk to me a little bit about what are you telling your clients about this social distancing? Because I'm sure I'm sure at this point all of us are basically having to look ourselves in the mirror. I mean, we're alone with ourselves the majority of the time. Yes. So we have to look ourselves in the mirror. So talk to me a little bit about what you're talking to your patients about social distancing.
1: Okay, yeah, so I like that you said, and I'm going to skip around a little bit, but I like what you said about, you know, during this time, we're kind of alone with our thoughts, right? So um, anything that you've tried to ignore or sweep under the rug or, you know, in the field, we call it unfinished business, you'll start to notice that those things will kind of start to come up, right? Um, But during this time and i'll I'll give you some ways to kind of combat that but i think with social distancing some people are confusing social distancing with isolation Mm -hmm. and they're you know they're not synonymous right like we want you to stay home right don't go out trying to you know go to a party or anything like that but we want to make sure that we're still checked in with people so like we was like keep that same energy if you <laughs> yeah. usually go out with your friends on the weekend you usually see them every weekend keep that same energy, right? Right. I can't go physically be with you, but I can FaceTime you, Mm -hmm. right? I can see how you're doing. We can hang out virtually. Mm -hmm. Um, I can check in on you. Um, So all of these ways that we have through technology that have made it so very convenient to connect. So relying on those and checking in on people when you don't hear from them. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a friend to tell me, you know, you didn't answer the phone. We in quarantine. What else you doing, right?
0: Yeah, real talk. So, so <laughs> Real talk. Yeah. right. Like, why
1: you not answering your phone? So, checking in um, on people and making sure that you're maintaining connections. Um, uh, also, I think another way to combat the negative effects of social distancing is, you know, how many times have y'all heard somebody say, there's not enough hours in the day.
0: Right. Okay. These days are long, son. Okay, so we got <laughs> hours now. Yeah, yeah we so definitely got hours.
1: Starting that new hobby, right? Tackling that new goal, you know, going hard on this podcast. I know, right. you know, mm-hmm. Nick is definitely doing this, yeah, right? Yeah. So pouring into yourself during this time, because like I said, this too shall pass. When this is over, imagine how. Uh, fulfilled, you'll feel knowing that, hey, not only did I survive this, because we're going to survive this, right? right? Not only did I survive this, but I came on the other side of this, like stronger, better, like a better version of myself. And I know myself a whole lot better. So when you're feeling those emotions that mm-hmm. may be uncomfortable or that you usually would avoid take some time to sit with those right journal like remind yourself of, of how you're feeling Write those things it's also a perfect time to get a therapist right right because I'm seeing all of my clients um, via like telemental health so we're we're doing sessions virtually um, but I do know a lot of therapists are you know they do see the need right now um, and they may you know be a little bit more lenient with their sliding scales. they're accepting more people because they do understand that there's a need so now is the perfect time to work on yourself and push yourself and start those new goals and uh, things that are going to pour into your dreams and help catapult you to the next level
0: right all of those are Amazing points and I appreciate that. It's it's like I'm in a therapy session, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening we'll like, work like, out payments dang, later. like i going <laughs> to say like do I need to send you an invoice? I mean <laughs> but um those are all powerful statements. I think one thing that I think about though is like I feel like, you know, when I was of course when I was um in school studying for my doctorate, um I felt like that I needed that that party to kind of motivate me, mm-hmm. and now it's just like you are here alone. So I'm. So what I'm. So I think this week I'm currently getting used to it because you we gotta get. I feel like it's something that you gotta get used for to for sure before you be able to kind of elevate up out of it. It's kind of like, I mean, because I'm not one that enjoys drastic change like that. I think I've I've went to mental health. I've I've been to therapy before and I've talked about that to my therapist about drastic change. Mm-hmm. Like I like I can't stand it. I have to get used to it. But but yeah, I think, you know, it is a pivotal time for us to maybe think about that second stream of income, think about the goals that, you know, we're trying to reach, um, and try to find new goals, like new talents, Correct. new hobbies. Um I see I I read an interesting point that the last time that we had a recession, it was a lot of companies that got started out of that recession, like like Uber, like Lyft, mm-hmm. like. So I thought that was something that inspired me a little bit. You know, of course, of somebody that's looking for you know second streams of income, I think that that was just that was a good article that I read because I did, I would have never known it.
1: Yeah. And you you made a good point, so this is not just affecting um the way that we socialize um and uh, and we are you know to kind of speak to something that you said, the great thing about this is that we're not alone, right, right. everybody is experiencing this Same together thing. right um but you made a great point about starting new businesses and mm-hmm. kind of adding to your portfolio and broadening your horizons as far as the way that you make money, the way that you look at money, um, and also what you're doing to provide for your family outside of your nine to five, right? We're millennials. We have Mm
2: -hmm.
1: 500 jobs, right? Right, right. (laughs) But during this time, it's like, okay, I know you may work at the hospital, and I know you may, you know, do all of these other things, but where does your passion lie, right? This is the perfect time to tap into what passion is. So starting a new hobby, and those hobbies can lead to other sources of income, right? Uh So I may make hair products, or Uh I may have this, you know, idea that I've been um, wishing that I had the time to pour into, And knock knock knock! <laughs> now is the time, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's nothing but time right now. These days are long, son. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna shift focus a little bit. Um, let's talk about um, as I previously talked about was me as a physical therapist. I feel like all healthcare professionals are on the front line. Um, you got and also your fast food workers, your mm-hmm. sanitation workers, anybody that's out there that's essential. Anybody that's out there that's still working, that's on the front line, I'm going to always applaud you because at this point, you are fighting the war. It's not not the armed forces. It's not the Marines. You fighting the war. So, and I also talked a little bit about my psyche working in the field dealing with this. And when I start back working, I'm going to be working in the field dealing with this. So, let's talk about the the frontline workers who are basically the framework that's holding the nation together right thank now. Thank
1: you, thank you, thank you.
0: So so let's talk about um any mental health advice that you would give them because like I said, that paranoia, that paranoia, that anxiety, I feel like it's uh, ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. And I and I've been seeing, you know, different different um Instagram handles, different Twitter Twitter Handles and hashtags that are basically emphasizing these people Showing the scars on their face after they had their N95 mask on mm-hmm. So let's talk about Do you have any advice for their mental health as they go to battle every day?
1: Yeah, so uh First off Anybody, any and everybody who are on the front lines Thank you so much, right? Because you all are the people who are keeping things going and you all are helping us take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really appreciate that. Um, and that is a tough position to be in, you know, there's no sugarcoating that. That's tough right. to, during a time of uncertainty and pandemic, you still have to go to work and are expected to perform at your best.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I would say, you know, one, practicing gratitude. When you get up in the morning, what are some things that you're grateful for, man? Like, I survived today, right? My spouse, right. my kids getting on my nerve, running me up the wall. But, like, I'm here. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that I'm able to pour into other people. I'm happy that, you know, everybody when they're young wants to change the world, right? Mm-hmm. I'm happy that I am able to help change the world because I feel like our actions are no longer affecting just us, they're affecting the people around us. So now is the opportunity to make our mark. So practicing that gratitude. Um, I also say asking for what you need, right? Because a lot of times frontline workers um, are, are those caregivers. And they're, you know, we hear people say they're the strong friend. Oh, they'll be okay. You know, they don't need any help. Um, But asking for what you need. If you're needing to start virtual sessions with the therapist, now's the perfect time to do that, right? So letting people know what you need and being proactive about um, getting those things that you need um, during this time, especially, you know, as far as self-care goes. Um And also reminding yourself that this too shall pass. Like this will not last forever. We don't know when it will end, but we do know that this is something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, your perfect point. History has shown us, this is not the first pandemic in history, right? Other countries have gone through things of this nature, but knowing that they were able to get through these things, we collectively... Can get through these things so Mm -hmm. finding peace in that there is an end to this i think all of those things are beneficial in addition to um and i know we'll probably get to this but social media so even being at work right you're talking i feel like being at work is like having social media like at your fingertips because people are constantly talking but not feeling pressured To always engage in those conversations like, I'm a nurse. I know we're dealing with COVID-19. When I leave a patient, I don't always want to talk talk about about COVID-19. Turn it off. Right? So people's boundaries are being tested during this time. But, you know, realizing that I'm not being mean Or I'm not slighting someone. I'm doing things to protect myself and to protect my mental health. So, taking some time to unplug and and not feeling obligated to participate in all of those conversations about COVID 19.
0: And I think that's a very valid point, not just for healthcare workers, but for also just people in general, Um, the population. I mean, even if I'm having conversations with anybody. Like at this point, I kinda of course we're all thinking about it. I don't wanna talk about COVID nineteen. Like, like, because we're all thinking about it anyway. I Dread. mean, our, our lives have changed anyway. We've been we've been privileged for this long and then this happens and we just like, oh my God, we cannot handle it. I mean, and and that's just how it's going. So yeah, we don't we don't want to talk about it because we all we all feeling the same way.
1: Correct. And it's a difference between you and I having a conversation about, OK, Nick, what you been doing? Right. I'm struggling. I'm stress eating. Please teach me your ways so right. I can, you know, live better during this time. That's a very different conversation than my auntie husband cousin that worked for the pentagon told me (laughs) yeah that you know a b and c like all of these conspiracy theories like that's completely different engagement so pulling back and being like you know what today i don't have time for it and that's absolutely okay you're protecting yourself and your mental health because when you go home and you leave that job you have a significant other you have children, you have relatives who need you to show up for them in ways that they may not be able to show up for themselves during this time
0: right and i and I'm glad you brought up social media because of course, anytime something happens it's the birth of the conspiracy theories mm. and the and the whole tips and everything, and I had to make a status mm. exactly. I had to make a status, and I told people quit sending me this same video of this dude that's saying that. The, the dude on the video, he is it went viral. It's crazy. If you, say, if you say anything that's just like, I don't know. If you say anything that sounds a little bit educated, then it goes viral, mm-hmm. especially at times like this. So this dude, he said that the United States was going to declare martial law they was gonna develop a max uh, a vaccine, and then they was gonna sneak the um the mark of the beast chip into the vaccine. Oh goodness! And and they was gonna make you take the vaccine, and that everybody was gonna have the mark of the beast. Which was time. Yeah, and I just was like, and so the, the I mean the first person sent it to me, and I and I listened to like the first five seconds. No, I, I say I listened to about the first thirty seconds, and I saw where this was going, and I just was like, and I laughed, and she felt disrespected that I laughed, and I just was like, bro, like this is like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show you that that the general public they can be easily swayed, and I would say I won't say manipulated because I feel like that's a strong word, but they they can be easily swayed by what goes on on social media, and that. But that type of stuff plays into your psyche. Social Mm, media mm. before a pandemic could play into your psyche. But even worse now because you got people posting fake articles. You got people posting. um, And when I say fake, I mean from non-credible sources. Mm -hmm. So talk to me a little bit about how does a person protect themselves from social media without. Of course, you could just get off. But I mean, how I mean. Like like I was telling Red earlier, I was like, I I, I can get off social media, but if somebody if, if an alert come to my phone that say, Oh You gonna check it. You're gonna
1: check uh-huh. it. Uh <laughs> huh. So so basically what I heard you say, I mean, we can get off of social media, but we're not gonna do that, yeah, right?
0: Well we're not gonna <laughs> do that. I mean <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't know what's going on Yeah, Correct. You don't know what's you, going on. you
1: you're interested in, in staying um Staying abreast of everything that's that's going on. You're right. That's the way that we get news. Right. Um, But I'm still going to say it. Unplug. Right. So even if you're not going to get off of social media completely. Right. Be honest with yourself. That's the first thing. Be honest because certain things you're not going to do. Um, but just say you you love social media, maybe you use it for work or mm-hmm. just for socializing because that is a way to stay connected with people during social distancing. Um, but maybe limiting the amount that you're on social media. Yeah. So if you say there's 24 hours in the day, when I get up in the morning, for the first X amount of time, I'm not going to check my social media. Or, you know, our president does these briefings (laughs) multiple times a day, if if we can call them that. Um, He does these, you know, a couple of times a day saying that, okay, if there's seven of these happening in a week, I'm only going to stay, you know, I'm only going to tune into two of those, right? Yeah. Um, Reading your news, because there's something very different about watching news, and Reading it the way that we conceptualize these things is very different if we're reading it, we're able to like they're identify,
0: charging. yeah, they do.
1: What did you charging. they're yeah. charging, yeah yeah, 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 to read the news? Some,
0: some of them is it, uh, the uh, yeah, the New York Post will charge you, yeah. they're
1: charging, okay, but even like you can you get it know, from CNN, just very basic. Mm-hmm. WLBT, right? Right. Like, local news. Don't be so... Don't feel so pressured to go and watch, you know, people giving all of their opinions and things that they've heard. Go read the article, right? So taking some time to unplug and and doing some other things with that time even if it's not something that's you know starting a new business or a new goal right. watching a netflix show that you like i have a few recommendations for things that i've been watching on netflix lately love is blind i love love goals <laughs> yeah. on own is a really great show right. so you know disconnecting finding time to disconnect um, and doing things that are feeding into you, I think are good. Um, also, I've noticed a lot on my Facebook, and I don't know if you all have Facebook or if you've noticed this, but I've gotten the most information, and I'm saying this in quotations right now. Mm-hmm. Correct, from aunties and cousins, and mm-hmm. it's they always have something to say about COVID-19. I want to tell you what you can do to... Right uh fight off COVID 19 don't feel pressure to open those don't feel pressure to respond like i said this is a time that's really going to test your boundaries but now is also the perfect time practicing setting those boundaries and enforcing them um especially with social media so taking blocking off some time to unplug for so, from social media
0: great points boundaries boundaries boundaries
1: Ooh. And that's a whole nother podcast
0: Yeah for sure mm-hmm. Um. So Let's switch scopes a little bit um, Let's talk a little bit about This divorce rate Of course we all know at this point That COVID-19 was Was started in Wuhan China and you know At this point China Is getting to a point where They're almost Eliminating the virus They They quarantined, Mm -hmm. everybody was on lockdown, and they basically went through the streets spraying, disinfecting throughout the, (laughs) real talk, they went through the streets with trucks taking it real serious. Yeah, taking it real serious. I wish we would do the same, but of course on lockdown, you know, people are locked down with their girlfriend, girls are locked down with their boyfriends, people locked down with their husbands, their wives, their children, and in China, the divorce rate has increased. So, what what do you think is going to happen in America? Because, I mean, people are people. I think if you lock two people down, they could get to a point where they want to get divorced. So, what do you tell these people that are in these relationships that are on lockdown with their their husband, their wife, or their boyfriend and girlfriend?
1: Okay. So, I do think that what happened in China as far as... um the request for divorces, you know, kind of skyrocketing. I think that we'll also have some of that same thing, but hopefully people who are listening to this podcast <laughs> won't be in that number. Right. <laughs> so thanks to Nick for helping y'all out during this time. Um I will say that relationships during this time are going to take a little bit more work. Okay. So I think that it's going to be very important to do the small things to build um, intimacy um, and doing things that are conducive to intimacy with your partner. Um, So I think that looks like, you know, when your child goes to sleep, which means we have to have them in some type of routine, right, to get them to bed on time. Um, Having a date with your significant other at home right (laughs) and that may be difficult and it may seem trivial at first but i mean get dressed if you want to do some watch a movie cook a meal together um i'd even say start rituals like if you all are usually in the morning going separate ways moving very quickly you know it's a small thing so setting the ritual that hey we'll do a morning kiss before you leave or leaving notes around the house that may be funny or um, something to allow you to connect with your partner and create that intentional um, space for intimacy is really important. Um, Another thing that is important is giving your partner time to do their own thing. right? Right. So, you know, you're home together All the time, allowing your partner to go into another room and leave them alone, right? (laughs) Right, Whatever they're doing, if it's um, playing the game, right? Ladies won't always like to hear that. I'm a stickler (laughs) for the game. But if they're wanting to play the game or um, talk to their friends or masturbate, which is a big one. Um, give them, (laughs) right. Like you're in the house with this person all the time, giving them the space and the opportunity to have, um, that me time. Um, and even, you know, scheduling, you know, we've been in the house. We're really, really busy. We're taking care of kids. We're teaching kids. Um, even down to like, okay, we're going to have some intimate time together. And planning sex sounds trivial a lot of times. Um, but during this time, we're needing to do something to create our new normal. Um, so just being open to new things, talking to your partner, giving them the space to be an individual, um, being intentional about the time that you spend together, um, and doing things together as a family that are going to strengthen your friendship, your relationship, and your family.
0: Okay. Those are all amazing points. Um, I didn't even think about the, the part, of course I don't, I'm single, I don't, Live with a partner, but okay.
1: Nick has to be clear. Yeah, yeah, okay? I, I, single.
0: Hey, had to be, but <laughs> but but um, of course, I would never even think to just you know have a date at the house. But that is a very that I think that is a very good thing. I hope a lot of people pay attention to that and actually act up on that because yeah, I mean we can't go to dinner, mm-hmm. we can't go to the movies. I mean.
1: Correct. And let me add, um, and I may get a little pushback for this. <laughs> um, but being quick to forgive during this time, right? Yeah. Because when you're stressed out Yeah you say things that you don't mean (laughs) you're short tempered and this is somebody at this point you literally have to be in the house with them so staying away from petty meddling or petty arguments and being quick to forgive so you just said something that triggered you know this is our favorite new word right so that triggered a lot of things in me but instead of me kind of being self-serving during this time remember we're talking about humanity Um, Me showing you the grace like, okay, I understand this is a stressful time. We're, you know, dealing with a time of uncertainty. We're all trying to figure this out. I'm going to rewind Mm -hmm. and we're going to try this again, right? So being quick to forgive during this time is you're going to find so much power from just being open to forgiving your partner your friends and and people who you have uh relationships with
0: wow that's dope that's dope those are very great points forgiveness will definitely be the key Mm -hmm. and that's the only way we gonna not mimic what china got going on with the divorce rate so so i'm gonna get into my last point i think right now especially the people the, the American people, we're facing a economic strain. Everybody is feeling it. Um uh forty five he wants to open the everything back up by <laughs> Easter, which he, he said, you know, Easter is an amazing day. You know you know how he mm. gets into his mm-hmm. his thing or whatever. Um, let's talk about what you're telling your patients about the economic strain. Um me personally um, I would say that, of course, we're. I, of course, a lot of people are not making money, but mm-hmm. I would also say a lot of people aren't spending money
2: mm-hmm.
0: because we're not That's spending money in random ways. I looked at my bank account this week, and I just was like, "Wow!" I was just like. I, I mean
1: had, I had to cook this week.
0: Yeah, but but then I looked at it and I was just like, Well, I didn't go out to the M bar, I didn't get drunk and say, Hey, shots for eight of us So I mean <laughs> right. So I mean it was some money still there. Yeah,
2: right.
0: yeah, yeah. So I mean talk to us a little bit about the economic the economic strain. What are you telling your patients about this? Because I'm sure of course with um money comes anxiety and comes pressure and everything. So mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so so there's definitely I think a lot of people are feeling the financial strain as it relates to how they're going to provide for their family in the event that they lose their job, right? I read right. something today that uh, the filings for unemployment are you know through 3. the 2 roof, million. right? Yeah. So some people aren't working right now some people have lost their jobs but that takes me back to the point of focusing on what is right in front of you right right. what is in your control right finding moments of gratitude so if you don't have a job right you've lost your job during this time you're worried about how you're going to Feed your family. So bringing yourself back to the present moment. What have mm-hmm. I gained during this time and what's in my control, right? So I'm, I have more time with my family. Things have been put into place that will provide aid to us, right? So aid is coming in whatever capacity. Um, and knowing this won't last forever. So instead of, you know, as a people we very naturally we think about tomorrow, right? So that's what anxiety is about. It's being worried about something that is not here yet, that is not yet our reality. But instead of going, you know, being so tempted to go into the future, bringing yourself back to the present moment and, you know, focusing on things that are in your control, loving on your family, providing for your family, on top of which, you know, black, brown, indigenous indigenous people of color we know how to make it during a hard time right yeah we've we've been through recessions and i'm saying that with quotations right like we've we've had to make um a a dollar out of 15 cent before Uh so kind of staying true to um the things that we know right this will pass Leaning on others for support, so checking in with our support system, asking for what we need, do you know, taking care of ourselves the best of our ability, washing our hands, mm-hmm. um, creating new businesses all of these things, and they may seem repetitive, but all of these things, and in, in any situation that you put them in, they still apply and they're still effective. Um, so yeah, um. I have some resources that I feel like um, Nick's listeners can really benefit from because we've talked about all of these things um, to kind of combat the mental health um, challenges that come with a pandemic. But I'm going to be giving these resources to Nick, and he's going to make sure that the listeners are able to access them. So we're also giving you all some tools that are going to help you kind of sustain and survive during this time of uncertainty. Thank you all so much.
0: Okay. Okay. So we're going to – so those are all amazing, valid points. Um, We basically – gotta gotta look at what's ahead and like mrs stokes said that basically that all of this will come to pass i mean so i'm gonna basically close this episode down um i want to thank you for coming on the show and she provided some amazing insight um i want to tell everybody to stay safe wash your hands eat healthy exercise yes maintain those boundaries Try to find a mental focus during this this crazy time. Um, And I'm praying for everybody out there. And we're going to get through this. So I'm going to sign out.